Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good Risings. I'm Marie Burns-Holzer and this is Spoonful of Spirituality. This week, we've been talking about the spiritual origins of many of our favorite Halloween monsters. And today we're going to have a talk about a huge class of cryptids that have long captured our imaginations, shapeshifters. Also known as metamorphs, skinwalkers, werewolves, and so many others, this kind of creature terrifies us by its ability to morph from one kind of creature to another. There are whole subsets and classes of shapeshifters, from those who can change at will for power, strength, or stealth, to those who are condemned to shapeshift as a punishment. In China, the Hulijing are mythological foxes capable of shapeshifting, the most famous of which is a nine-tailed fox. Does anyone else immediately think of nine tails from Pokemon? Now, the Hulijing can be kind or malevolent, but it was said that seeing one of these nine-tailed foxes during peacetime was an auspicious sign and has historical associations with Jim Wengmu, the Chinese goddess of immortality. Further south, ancient Indian stories told of the Naga, divine serpents from the netherworld who can sometimes assume human form. Yoginis, or female masters of yoga and tantra, often had legends that said that they were capable of shape-shifting due to their mastery of these mystical arts. The Diné, or also known as Navajo, have tales of skinwalkers, evil witches who can possess animals or transform into an animal form. This is the antithesis of the magic and healing practiced by medicine people, who are held in great esteem in the Diné community. Witches who become skinwalkers use their skills to perform perverse versions of rituals and ceremonies of the people for their own gain. Not much else is known about these legends outside of the Diné community because they're reluctant to share more due to appropriation and to preserve their culture. While these are only a few examples of the multitudes of mythos from around the world about shapeshifters, What I find even more interesting is how we are currently telling each other stories of shapeshifters. We can see the punitive transformation of shapeshifters in stories like Beauty and the Beast and The Princess and the Frog, with their numerous retellings in which selfishness was punished by shapeshifting and could only be restored by love. It's also interesting that these stories are told specifically about men's selfishness who must be saved by a woman's love. Werewolves are another favorite of modern culture. Lycanthropes, or wolf humans as we know them, are the result of the Christianization of European folklore from Greece, Germany, Scandinavia, and Slavic countries. Lycanthropy is inflicted upon a person from the bite of a werewolf, which would turn them into a werewolf at the next full moon 
and under every full moon thereafter. When Europe was Christianized, lycanthropy went from being considered a dangerous transformation afflicted upon you, or even a disease, to being associated with the Christian concept of devil worship. For centuries, people were persecuted for lycanthropy in similar styles to witch hunts, but not nearly to the numbers that we saw for witches. But today, werewolves are usually a metaphor for unleashing our baser instincts for power, hunger, sexual libido, or even bloodlust. While our past tells stories of sin and condemnation for evil associations, our modern stories like True Blood and much of the paranormal romance genre center around learning to accept and even use our most primal instincts to help us free ourselves from the overstepping confines of society. Whether to punish or liberate, as a show of divinity or a show of depravity, shape-shifting speaks to something deep inside of us. Our fears of chaos, of power and powerlessness, of change itself. We have told a hundred thousand stories since we could sit around fires to condemn, warn, correct, and inform each other of the dangers that lurk not only around us, but within us. Which version of the shapeshifter, the punished, the chastised and redeemed, or the liberated, do you identify with? I'm Marie Burns Holzer, and you can find me at Marie Burns Holzer on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you so much for listening to Good Risings today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let us know by leaving a review. We love hearing from you. Now go be excellent to yourself and to each other. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.